When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grecian's Gossip. Um, got the usual crew here: David Byram, hello, Jamie Hawkins, hello. and Dan Clark, hello, and myself, Howard Lloyd. Um, plenty to discuss. Let's crack on. Um, and good news for City fans: we've got a win to discuss as well. Um, one nil over Coventry City on Saturday. All three of you guys were at the game. David, I'll start with you. Um, one nil. What did you make of it? Uh, Paul Tisdale described it as turgid, and I thought it was quite a decent game myself. <laughs> Clearly you have different standards yeah. of quality. But um, no, it was uh, the pitch made for an interesting battle. You know, both teams struggled to deal with it. Um, but City sort of edged out on top, took advantage of a mistake from from the, the Coventry goalkeeper who looked very ropey with the ball at his feet. Uh, and then, um, you know, both neither defence looked entirely comfortable all game, but City managed to see the game out in... I would say actually relative comfort until the final five minutes where Christy Pym had to make a couple of saves. But before that moment in the second half, he hadn't actually had a lot to do, which, you know, I, I think the City defence worked a lot better with, with Dean Moxett centre-back alongside Troy uh, Hembel than uh, with Danny Seaborn, who, you know, has, has failed to properly impress since he's since he returned to the club. Um, so, yeah, a, a, a good win and important win as well. Move City at the table and Coventry dropped from, from third, the last automatic spot, to out of the playoffs, which shows how t- uh, tight it is up there at the moment. Mm. Uh, Jamie, uh, David mentioned Christy Pym. He's a player who kind of crops up in this podcast quite often, actually. Uh, always fine. Do you think, I mean, by the looks of you, had a very solid game, pulled off some big saves at the end. Do you think that will go some way to kind of silencing the one or two doubters he has, or perhaps the one vocal doubter we have in our in our office? I don't think anyone's really questioned his ability. I think it's mainly his distribution which perhaps still needs some work um, you know I think sometimes when I go to City games me and my mates will have a little uh, prediction how many times the ball will go out of play mm-hmm. um, but it is improving um, game by game but I think he makes more than makes up for it with some of the, the saves he's made um, one outstanding one at the end of the game and, and commentary the ball was creeping in and you know he did well well, it looked like it was certainly going in, and then somehow it, it stayed out. And just wonder how many points it would have um, dropped if he, he wasn't playing or if he had made those saves. So he's certainly a you know a, a top top keeper, arguably City's player of the season, um, given current form. Um, you know the fans the fans love him. Um, you know and yeah, he's put in some just outstanding performances and. You know the way it's going. Um, I'm sure there's a few clubs that will be keeping an eye on him um, in the summer, possibly. But um, yeah, he's been like for me the player of the season. Mm. Dan, how big a win was that for City? You think? Um, you think it's you know just seeing how tight it is in particularly behind the first two at the minute. It's you know as we sort of, as David said, Coventry were third at the start of play. They're now not even in the playoffs at the end of it just because they lost. So. You know, there's a lot of sides in and around there who, um, you know, picking up points. There's not a lot. In, 
the points between everyone and you know City that they were they were eighth at the start and now up to fifth. So it put it just even if it might only be a point better, it just feels a lot better and you know a bit more comfortable that that you're in the playoffs rather than you're outside of the points. And you know it was a big win against you know one of the sides who are going to be in there up and around you at the end of the season, which you know has so long been the case of Exeter beating the sides at the top and then struggling against the sides at the bottom and been a bit of a reverse that season this season you know not you know, all those sides in and around the points they haven't won many games against them and obviously with the you know, trips to Luton and Notts County to come in the next two or three weeks as well it's you you were, you were looking at that fixture list and sort of thinking you know we could really struggle you know you might only be picking up you know one or two points the next month and you know, then although you've got a, an easier run of games to come, you you would be then out of the playoffs and and chasing it. So it's just important just to get that win, you know, get a clean sheet, keep yourselves, you know, ahead of some of the chasing pack, and you know, in a position that if you win that Forest Green game, it's been the rearranged game, then you you not only stay in the playoffs, you you leapfrog another couple of sides and go up to third, and you know, can chase down Notts County and Luton who. Both seem to just to be be stumbling a little bit at the moment, but you know it was a big win for Exeter, and it was really impressive actually how they they saw out the game and how professional they were really. And you know, not it's not often we talk about you know City time wasting over throw-ins and Christy Pym taking a minute over goal kicks and stuff just to to run the clock down and kill the game, but they did that really well on Saturday and. It's not what Portis still often wants from his sides, but they're learning a bit and being a bit more, you know, a bit more professional, a bit more, you know, take, you know, maybe a bit of gamesmanship, you know, stretching the rules to the limit and, you know, waiting. You know, if the referee's not going to book you for time wasting, then keep doing it and, and, and you know, sort of killed the game off really. And the Coventry, you know, the team and the fans sort of, I think, just got a little bit frustrated and ran out of ideas in the end. Mm. Yeah, along the vaguely similar lines, David, City have been perhaps stuttering slightly to produce their best form recently, but how close does that win to signal a bit of a, a return to form, do you think, or is that premature? Difficult to say, really. You know, they, they've been, they have been playing well at home. They've won five on the bounce at home, so it's not, not nothing to do with home form or anything like that. I think, you know, if this continues, the good, the good home form, I think we've got to wait till a couple of more away games come and we see how City do in those before we can really... Before we can really judge either way, to be honest, I, I'd say. Mm. And you pointed out that Mark Robbins off the game. He claimed that uh, that Exeter City were there for the taking. I think those were his exact words. Would you agree with that, or what did you make of that assessment? I don't think either team played especially especially brilliant, but I thought it was strange coming from a, a manager who just lost one nil, and you know, I, it wasn't. I mean, you know, Coventry played all right at times, but you know, they didn't look. They didn't look brilliant themselves, you know. It wasn't a case that they they can come away thinking, "Oh, we should have won that." But you know, maybe they maybe they got a few reservations over their own performance, and quite rightly. But you know, I came away thinking, "How the hell did they beat Stoke the week before?" So, uh, <laughs> so I think you can't just you know, on a pitch like that, I think you can't really say one team are there for the taking or the other team, are, you know, are far far better. I think. You know, it's who handles the conditions better, and I think City did that, and Coventry didn't. Mm. Jamie, what did you make of those comments? You know, it's a bit funny. I thought, we, to be honest, if I was him, I'd have been more critical of his players. To be honest, I think you know, having watched them at the start of the season when we played them, I thought 
yeah, they're going to be up there, real promotion contender. Then watching them again on, on, on Saturday, I thought they did not look a team that Dave said had beaten a Premier League team the week before and that were challenging for automatic promotion. Um, they're just really sloppy and wasteful, weren't they? I mean, they had some good build up and some good play, and then they would just ruin it with the end product. Um, so, yeah, it was a strange comment. I don't know if there was some sort of mind game um, behind it, but. You know, I think it like as Dave said, it was a game where um, with that pitch, you know, it was always going to be a, a scrappy affair, and it was whoever took their chances um, in the end, and and City did that um, better. You know, albeit it was a, a goalkeeping howler, but I did feel overall that Exeter uh, City were going to win that game and see it out, which they did brilliantly once again. Dan, mm. City there for the taking. I think I suspect he's probably sort of talking about that the second half in particular. City sort of sat back a little bit and, you know, they defended really well, but they mainly defended more than, you know, trying to, you know, to kill the game. James Stockley was almost in his own postcode a lot of the time with no real support, particularly in the second half. So he, he's probably thinking this is a side who were, they were sitting back, they were defending, they were letting us have chances. I think they had a lot more, you know, shots on goal during the game. Not many of them, not actually they good, and quite a few actually didn't even stay in the ground. But they were having their chances and just didn't take them, and they didn't really, you know, create what they should have done. So he's sort of thinking, you know, if they played better, they probably, you know, Coventry probably could have got an equaliser in that game. But I don't over, you know, over the course of the ninety minutes, they didn't really do enough, <coughs> really, to deserve anything out of it. I mean, City. And they were, it wasn't a brilliant performance, but they they did enough. To, they they got the goal. They had a chances to get you know to get a second, and then um, as, as the game changed in the second half, they just sat back. They defended and you know killed the game off. And it's just I think it's must form just a bit of frustration from Mark Robbins that his side didn't play up to the standards that he would have hoped. There's a mistake, you know. It's a completely avoidable goal for them to concede. It's a howler from the keeper, and you know they're, they're front there. They've got an experienced, you know, strikers who should be, you know, doing, you know, should perform better and should have taken the chances that they created. And you know, be looking at that side and thinking, so many of our players didn't play to the potential that they had, and you know, just you know, obviously sitting and dropping down the table as well. It's just frustration, I think. Mm. Well, David, I mean, looking ahead, you, um, well, Notts County this weekend for City, you've alluded already to City's strong home form, less impressive away form, I think, to put it <laughs> diplomatically. Um, I mean, you know, can they reverse it this weekend? And if so, how do they, I mean, you go to the away games as well, I mean, how do they reverse it perhaps more prominently? I think they've just got to be a bit more adaptable. You know, at, at times recently they have been uh, almost playing, almost setting up the same way they do at home and away which, you know, isn't really brilliant. You know, the way they set up at home is fine on a pitch like they've got at St. James Park. But when you go to a place that's got a better pitch, you know, you, you're perhaps risking, you're perhaps being a li bit little too unadventurous by uh, not not by playing one up front and, you know, keeping compact. Um, so, you know, a little more adjustable, a little more adventurous away from home. Uh, you know, giving Jane Stockley some, some much needed support up front, I think that can only only serve to help. I think 
Uh, Saturday will be a big test because Notts County are, are a good side. We've we've already seen this uh, like this season, uh, and it's you know it's, it's a big game as well. But I think it, this is the sort of game that that could suit City. You know, with with the attacking players they've got like Lee Holmes and, and Ryan Harley and, and Jane Stockley, they can sort of almost hit Notts County on the break a little more, and you know perhaps I've, I've just said about be more adventurous, but perhaps play on the counter a little. Uh, and and sort of try and soak up pressure, and then uh, then sort of hit Notts County on the break. Uh, the the other times they tried to do that are against teams like uh, like Chesterfield and and Crawley teams. They would be they should be expecting to beat. Uh, so that they perhaps you know perhaps risk too much by being an adventurous. But uh, Saturday they can perhaps you know I I mean Paul Tiz, I was speaking to him on uh, on Monday morning said that. They weren't really under any pressure going into this week, and they had nothing to lose. And I think that's perhaps the, the right attitude to take with their right waveform at the moment. Jamie, mm. what do you reckon? Do you agree with David then? Yeah, I think given last season, obviously it's a complete contrast with home and away form compared to last season. But went to a few away games last campaign, and I think the most impressive thing was the the counter attack. I think that's perhaps where the games were won for City because um, it was so quick going forward with. Ollie Watkins and David Wheeler, um, perhaps don't have that as much this season. I mentioned it before the lack of you know pace. We got what Jake Taylor and had Carl Edwards, um, Lee Holmes, but other than that, there's not too much um, in that team. So I think that was maybe the thing that, that did it from last season, where they were happy to you know have let the home team have more of the ball um, and keep it tight and compact at the back, and then just break forward and. Um, that paid dividend last season so maybe try and, and, and do that a bit more um, yeah it's a difficult one because obviously you know Tisdale's opted for Stockley up front and you've seen it in a few games away from home um, like Yeovil when he was just so isolated up there you know he's just winning the, the balls but there's no one out there to support him so um, like David said perhaps be a bit more attacking perhaps stick Matt Jay or Liam McAlinden alongside him to to run onto those balls, but um, yeah, it's certainly something that that needs working quickly because it's you know it's worrying their way from five or six losses on the five, bounce. Five thing. losses on the bounce. Yeah, yeah so, which yeah. obviously needs improving. You're not going to be up there at the end of the season if you just rely on your home form. So um, you know, it's it's obviously going to be an, a tough game at, at Notts County. You know, they're doing so well. I don't think they've actually lost at home. This season in the league, I might be wrong if it if they have it once or twice. So it's going to be a, a hugely uh, difficult task. So um, yeah, perhaps I think that's why. So just perhaps play on the counter a bit more and um, just try and get more um, attacking prowess in the team because it's been lacking a bit lately. Mm. I did find myself earlier today wondering where City would finish if they lost every away game in the league number one, every home game. So <laughs> that would be enough to. In the playoffs or not, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I mean, Dan, how, how big a game do you think this? I mean, to saying nothing to lose this week. I mean, is that kind of how you see it as well? But not so much, because obviously, particularly given how tight it is at the minute. I mean, in the you know, okay, you're probably not expecting to win the game, and it's probably you know, if you if you plot plotting your route to the end of the season, where are we going to get the points to get in, you know, into the playoffs, and where are we going to get them to get automatic? You'd probably write. You might write down. Okay, we lose this one, and you know, and then we pick up the points somewhere else. But it's just, 
you sort of feel it. You know, you always want to stay in that in those playoff spots. If if you can, you don't want to drop down. You don't want to be chasing it it too much. And then you know, particularly that then it becomes a sixth away defeat in a row. The next away game is Luton, and you sort of look at that one and go, "That's going to be really tough to get something from." And then you know, then you make you say in a position where you've lost seven in a row on on the road, and that sort of doesn't you know sort of gets into the, the kind of territory where you you know then start thinking, well, we're going to have to do something completely different just to you know to try and get a win. And you know, and then that doesn't work, and you know, so they've almost, you know, they've got to try and you know stop that rot, so to speak, and just get a point somewhere on, you know, on the way, on the away from home, pick up a win if you can, and obviously, you know, Notts County have just stumbled a bit. I think they're not, they're, you know, they're about six points ahead now. So, you know, if you can go there and win, you know. Then all of a sudden you're looking. Actually, there might be two automatic spots up for grads rather than just the one. Because you know, I think we all think Luton are, are going to go up and they're going to go up as champions, and you can almost forget about them. But Notts County are not that far ahead that you know they're not you know catchable. And you know, if, if you lose, you almost feel well that probably the end of you know your chance of second have gone. But if you can beat them, then they're back within all. Back within a win of you, you've taken points off them. You know, the form's back, and you know all of a sudden, you know the momentum you know, at the start of the season sort of comes back a little bit. So it's a you know it's a kind of game that you know, if they were to lose it, you know it's probably not too unexpected and might not be too costly if they win the games that they should win. But it's the kind of game that if you could win, it'd be a huge win for. Not just you know Exeter, but for all the clubs around there, dragging Notts County back and you know giving you two spots to aim at rather than just one. Mm, yeah. I guess one of the concerning things about away form, I say this as an Aston Villa fan, and our last few seasons in the Premiership were all about you know it was only our home form that kind of kept us anywhere near the you know the Premier League to be honest. But I also wonder sometimes you lose two or three on the bounce, and that's kind of understandable. But as soon as you start losing four, five, six teams. I think teams become aware of that, don't they? They really start targeting you whenever you kind of go to their places. So, uh, yeah, I guess City will be keen to um, keen to avoid that. Uh, David, you caught up with Lloyd James. Let's have a listen to what um, he had to say about the game coming up. Uh, I thought it was a tough, a very tough game. Uh, I thought uh, we battled well. Uh, I think we deserved the win. I thought you could see like the effort the lads put in. Uh, I thought the defending was like in our in both. In both boxes, defending boxing and, and attacking, I thought we were fantastic. Uh, and I think you need that to to win games like today. And uh, you know, an important win against uh, you know a fellow promotion contender. Yeah, obviously uh, we got the, a win and it takes us above above them. But it's still a long way to go, so we need to keep working hard. Uh, and as we know, we've got a few tough games coming up. And uh, you know, next week, uh, Notts County, the the game sort of th- there is this run at the moment, isn't there? Where there's you know loads of sort of contenders that you've got to face yeah uh, like I just mentioned we've got some tough games coming up but uh, we'll relish it and uh, we're looking forward to playing the, the, the top teams as you were and uh, it gives us a chance to show uh, how good we are and uh, how did you find out then say that again how did you find it out then yeah I thought it was tough uh, I think I think the pitch is, is very tough uh, but I thought we played the pitch well uh, but like I said we got the three points and I think we deserved them and uh, obviously you came off the bench against West Brom and impressed off the bench, so you must have been pleased to, to get the start today. Yeah, uh, look, you, you get your head down when you're not in the team, and uh, 
all you, all you can do is work hard and, and try and get, get your place back. Uh, the lads have been fantastic. Uh, and that's what you have to do. And that's what, that's what gets you back in the team is, like I said. And I guess with wins and performances like today, you know, it, it's a case of now other players getting the shirt back off you, isn't it, in a way? You know, you, you sort of got you kept the show now, haven't you? Oh, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> uh, every game's different. Uh, obviously, the manager will pick pick what he feels best for the right game. So all you can do is work hard and and like you said, try and try, try and keep your place. But we got a fantastic change room, uh, some good players, uh, and uh, a boat as well in, in the forthcoming games. And uh, obviously, Paul Tizel has sort of mentioned the fact that players might be coming in the transfer window. I mean, do you, do you as a player pay any attention to that, or you know, do you just sort of focus out on the pitch? Uh, we just have to focus on the pitch and uh, leave that to the manager. Uh, we all um, we all like want to work hard, and we've all got the same goal at the end of the day. So if if, if uh, we bring transfers in, then fantastic. If we don't, then we've got a great bunch of lads. And fifth home win uh, in a row for in, in the league, you know, must be pleased about that as well. Yeah, our home form has been excellent. Uh, we just need to to hopefully change that next week on our away form. And uh, do, you have, do you have any ideas about how you have to go about doing that, or you know, is it just yeah. more, more performances like today, working hard, uh, try. I think everyone put their bodies on the line and uh, we'll, we'll do that next week and uh, show, show the character that we do have and uh, hopefully that'll bode as well. Right, that was uh, Lloyd James there. Um, just a uh, finishing notes to end up on Dave, well, predictions, David, I'll start with you. I'll go two all repeated last season. Jamie? Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever predicted a loss on this, yeah. but given City's away form and where Notts County are in the league, I Fortunately, can only see a defeat, so I'm going to go for a 2 0 defeat. Yeah. Um, Sadly, going to have to join Jamie on this yeah. one. I think uh, it's going to be a tough game, and I kind of expect Notts County to to come away with a win, maybe sort of 2 1, yeah. tight game. But if City can score first and hold on, then it might be a, a very different game. Yeah, well, let's fingers crossed next week we're talking about. Uh, a different sort of a more optimistic one than that. Anyway, thanks very much for joining us, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next time for another edition of uh, Grecian's Gossip.